0: Hello and welcome to the upwards positive podcast. And yes, we are back. Tim and I have decided we are going to bring you guys some amazing content because that's what we do. And uh, we're gonna do it once a month, though, for now, because time, you know, we have other stuff we're doing. We have other jobs. So we decided we'll do one of these per month, uh, you know, somewhere around 40 minutes segment um, and talk about life in general, the goods the bads, ups and downs, you know, and stress trying to relieve stress from your life uh through music through family and through um religion you know just trying to really find that purpose that make you calm down and you know what tim i was going to tell you i think i have this thing this um issue that i'm starting to realize as i'm getting older is that i I, i'm starting to i really starting to feel i have a lot more anxiety than i ever really imagined i had and i I guess because i notice it sometimes and even right now i feel like a little bit of pressure in here you know what i mean like to get something right or, and what am I forgetting? Or, you know, and, and I've been noticing I, you know, a little what, bit you know more and more.
1: And I don't disagree with that um, at all. And I think what, you know, to me at least, cause I actually thought about this a little while cause things have been pretty stressful. Um, you know, a lot, a lot, a of, lot of heavy lifting at, at, at my day job and stuff like that lately. And I started thinking about it, you know, and you know what part of it is at least is the failure to fail is because I don't want to start over. You know, I built, Mm. I built the career, I built, you know, my family up and everything. And I don't want things to go the opposite direction because they've been going so well for such a long time. And I think for me, it's, that's part of it, at least, at least a little part of it. So,
0: yeah, um, that's a good point. You know, Tim, yeah, what do you do? I guess, what do you do when you feel overwhelmed and stressed out in your life? What are some things that maybe, when you actually do get a chance to stop and think and take a moment to say, wait a minute, I'm way overreacting. I need to, you know, have a cigar or a coffee or something to chill. Like, what do you do? What are the things you do?
1: I need to unplug. That's what I have to do. So I have to, I have to just unplug from everything that's phone. That's not family. Um, but just get away for a minute. And that, that's where I think like leveling out my stress, the amount of camping that we do um, that helps us to really unplug and get away from things you know because when you're in the same environment that's causing the anxiety or the stress that you have going on it's not going to change until you change your circumstances right so you know for me i'm gonna i, I i'm the outdoorsman yeah, i know you are too um if i can't get away camping i love just sitting on my deck you know so i'll go outside. I'll do a little bit of yard work, make things look nice. And then I'll just sit back and, and kind of enjoy it. Cause uh, it's just nice to enjoy the outdoors. I think I can't be inside all day long.
0: Yeah, no, I hear you. Yeah. I think on is definitely a positive. I, I know the last few days I was, my, my family was camping. I was home because I had to work and, you know, at, at night, to be honest, it was extremely lonely, a lot more lonely than I even thought it would be. But <laughs> I, I ended up watching a lot of movies and um, kind of really not doing enough things. But at one moment, I don't know what happened, but something just snapped in me. And I'm like, I got to get more productive. And it, it felt good. Like I did the laundry, you know, and like, I don't ever do the laundry, to be honest. So like, it felt really good to like do the laundry from start to finish and put it away. And I thought, it actually felt good. Then the dishes and I mopped the floor. Like I just started doing things and just listening to music while I did it. And I don't know what it was. It just, it's just clicked at that moment. Like, yeah. you know, cause at a certain point I'm like, you're really doing nothing. You're wasting life away. And I think, I feel like it goes back to the parts of the Bible or whatever. But like, I feel like when you are working on something that's doing something, it makes you feel fulfilled. It makes you feel accomplished and even if it's something stupid as laundry and that's my point like like doing those those items knowing that when my family gets home they're going to have a clean floor a clean kitchen and they're going to be happy for a moment it just there's something about it made me want to go that route i guess is my point instead of just sit there and watch more episodes now, of Scare you know, Tactics,
1: <laughs> that makes a lot of sense though because we we do kind of the same thing around here right it's like we i i have always been raised my whole life to be the hurry up and wait guy so you hurry up you work hard, you get everything done, and then you wait. Then you can relax. Then you can, you know, de-stress. But I, I'm always the guy that tries to hurry up and then wait. And that, that to me, I'm I'm the same way. When it comes to the house, I love living in a clean house, a decluttered house. You know, having kids and everything, it's not going to be completely clean, but being living in a decluttered house, I think helps a lot too. You know, when you're when you're stressed out and you're in an area. And you just see, like oh, I gotta do that, and that, and that, and that, and that it stresses you out more. Um, so being able to have that that declutteredness to the house, I think helps. And I do the same thing. My thing is, I don't know why, but I, I and it's just I might maybe it's because my wife doesn't like to do it or not, but I like cleaning the kitchen. I do the counters, yeah. I'll do the oven, I'll do you know, all that kind of stuff. And, and like, I love having a nice area that I can like cook food at, which also, I think that to me is also de-stressing. You know, there's days where I don't want to do it, where I'm rushed for time and that kind of stuff. But those moments where I can cook not only for my family, but for other people. Um, I love that too. I think that's a big de-stressor for me as well.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. I think, um, i agree i do like doing the kitchen most i i really don't like doing laundry but i did man up and do it but it's not something i I like to do normally and then the reason is is i feel overwhelmed when i see the everything mix matched it like literally makes me crazy like looking at the socks are all mixed what i told my wife was i just said you know um sorry hold on a minute what's going on here chill 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 all right um I, I I almost I I think it makes more sense to to have each person in your house have their own hamper, so that you could fill with just their things and wash their stuff start to finish and put it away. So it's all easy because it's all to you, you know. Oh, here's that sock. Here's that sock. It's fast. There's not like this mix match. Like oh, where's Connor's? Where's Griffin's? It's tiny. It's bigger. Which one's who? Who's is Which?
1: Oh, that's a good idea. Just- I like that idea because a lot of times, like my kids use the same hamper and. It's stressful to get them to put it away because they're like that's not mine and that's not mine then they start throwing it around and arguing yeah. and all that kind of stuff and it's like no, that was my shirt. no I wore it last because they're the same size so they wear each other's shirts all the time and yeah no that's a good point though is that if we separate it now there's no yeah. argument and <laughs> then they can do their own off.
0: they can learn to do it themselves yeah. so, hey, now, it. I
1: usually do I don't know I don't know about you you and your wife, but I do my own laundry. My wife does her own laundry so we never kind of combine it from that regards at all it's the kids stuff that kind of gets all mixed together and and causes that kind of issue
0: yeah my wife's never
1: done my laundry i've (laughs) always which is why i've tended to buy shirts like this that i can just go and dry clean (laughs) i'll just do my i'll just take dry cleaner go pick it up three days later and like i'm done i'm I'm dry
0: cleaners do they do polos too or no
1: yeah they'll do anything man like
0: under armor polo yeah oh yeah yep
1: you can have it all dry cleaned
0: so this next segment I want to talk about, um, for the show is, is like kind of things we're, we're watching and listening to right now. So like TV slash music, um, and I'll, I'll talk about a show real quick. I've been watching. That's really funny. I, I think you'll actually like it, Tim, if you watch it, but it's called God's favorite idiot on Netflix with, um, it has, uh, Melissa McCarthy in it. So it's absolutely hilarious, you know? And, uh, anyway, God <clears throat> chooses this one guy to, to be his, um, to be someone to spread the word of God to like normal people, because it's kind of like um, the Christmas one where you need to uh, believe in the Christmas spirit. And it raises the power of Santa Claus, right. To fly. I forgot what movie it was. I think it was, I think it was elf where yeah. they, you know, I had to get them going. It was the same thing with God. Yeah. 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 So this is the same concept with guys. He needs more people to believe. So he has more power and satan's trying to uh there's like a big fight up in a different you know at the top whatever level but down at the bottom they're trying to kill this guy as well it's so funny just watching this interaction with like they make it really funny so like satan's like hey just come on out here i want to talk to you and if you can't cross this threshold because if he crosses it then satan can get to him but if he doesn't satan can't get to him there's like a a block and so you know she's like well what are we those hot dogs look amazing she's like cook all this food (laughs) and the guy and they're like oh is that and it's, of course it's all their favorite foods right like oh my god <laughs> and they're like stepping over As soon as she steps over a little bit like she puts a spell on her instantly she's like oh i'm coming out and then he has to pull her back it's so funny but really well done show and it's it's definitely hilarious but doesn't she have to like convince
1: you? people that like she's a messenger or something like that or am i thinking about the wrong show
0: it's different because it's a guy the guy's the messenger and because this is like a it's a it's a it's an actual season like multiple you know episodes yeah i
1: thought i saw a preview for it but i i barely i didn't pay attention to it to be honest with you when i saw it but uh
0: yeah it's on netflix you can't miss it when you go on there it's one of their it's their show so it's one of their top yeah so
1: i've Uh, been on a uh (laughs) this is gonna be weird but i've been on a pbs nova kick you know what Nova? i love
0: nova i love Nova.
1: So, so pbs has an app Right. And you can go on there and uh, they have a bunch of free stuff. There's some stuff that you can only do if you're a member um, and that kind of stuff. But they have a lot of these like uh, outer space type of episodes, right? Planet exploratory stuff, black holes and uh, different particles and all that kind of stuff. And so I've been watching that um, almost every night. Like I, 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 I'm not, not ashamed to say that I'll watch it like to fall asleep but that's not because it's not entertaining. It's just like, that's, it's great background, right? It's, it's kind of osmosis where I can sit there and kind of chill and, and relax and watch it a little bit. Um, but that stuff, man, that is so cool to, to see. Like, what I didn't realize actually is that a lot of the, a lot of the um, discoveries that we've made have been in the very recent future like the last hundred, 120 years and like astronomy and, and, and the outer space and different particles and all this kind of stuff. Like I didn't really realize they didn't prove black holes until like the seventies and Einstein didn't even believe that there were black holes at all. So it was kind of, it was kind of a very interesting, that was a good episode the black hole one. That was like a two hour long one. Um, But that kind of stuff always amazes me because it's so incomprehensible how large the universe is. Um, that it's just it, it just it just wows me to watch that kind of stuff and all the different things that are out there that uh we never I mean you get shh, there's so so many different galaxies out there you'd never believe, and it's just absolutely ridiculous. And then they get in like dark matter and all that other stuff, which is pretty cool, man. And that that's cutting edge where we don't even we can't even prove that it exists yet. So yeah. that's
0: it's so cool. far over our heads, it's unbelievable. But yeah, I think it's it's the 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 most um <clears throat> interesting. I, you know, with the Nova stuff, the, I was watching a long time ago, the cosmos, and that's where they go through and, and Neil Tyson or whatever his name is, uh, that guy, he goes through anyway, he narrates it and goes through the whole they you know, they take you through back in time and the stories of the people who achieve like Galileo and the things they did all the way up to now. And there was two seasons of this. There's another one that to be honest, is a little more boring. It was really more detailed and it was hard to understand some of it. But anyway, um, the one thing I remember the most about those episodes um, were two things. Number one, the different historical periods of the Earth, um, where the Earth actually melted over multiple times, where something happened, the Earth reset, and then started again. And those historical moments, um, if if it was to happen again, which it most likely will, um, I nothing would be left, is my point. It basically was like molten lava the whole earth you know so anything that was here before that could have been like what we have is already gone and you know evaporated burned to nothing uh, melted back to the earth but um, anyway the other one I was going to say is the galaxies. so when the camera zooms out and they go into the cluster the super cluster and they keep going back and then all of a sudden they're like yes in this image here those aren't stars those are galaxies I remember thinking like wow that is absolutely unbelievable then what they did is from that point on that's the proven galaxy or the proven universe but then they go back what they actually think it looks like through the science and what they actually thought it looked like were these like bulbs like bubbles so like our whole universe those galaxies are all in one like drop of water in an ocean of water (laughs) so imagine
1: it, it that, makes you wonder you if, if that Men in Black movie was correct, where they had yes. that little cat that had the charm around it. And, but inside there was a whole bunch of universes. Yes. And like somebody steps on a grain of salt and they destroy universe. That could be what it is. And like it was, it yeah, that was yeah. It could be. Yeah. It could be so much So bigger. tiny. So tiny.
0: Like the whole galaxy could be uh, like a, a speck of molecule on somebody's skin. That's a huge person, you know. Oh, yeah.
1: And we're just particles that they haven't discovered yet.
0: Just like dust mites here. Yep. Oh, <laughs>
1: yep. isn't it? it it's so, so it boggles my mind. The, uh, I, I, but I think that's the cool correlation is that you have two sides of the science, right? You have the particle side, which is dealing with the super minute undetectable particles, right? That make up our universe. And then you have the universe, which is the super big undetectable stuff that happens in a vast amount of space, but they both play into each other. Right. You yeah. got the universe kind of acts and rotates and, and goes around things just like atoms do, you know, protons and neutrons and electrons all do. And it's, it's just kind of very interesting. And you can really see like the connection of like, well, if that, if something that small, like an atom works like that and something that big, like the universe and the galaxy works like that, maybe we are just a grain of salt. <laughs> you yeah. Know? I mean, think <laughs> of how smart. small those
0: atoms are yeah. and they're creating all this, you know, it's pretty interesting the size, the, the, the mere size of everything is pretty impressive. And if you think of the distance though, just between us and the other planets yeah. um, getting to what they say, like to, okay, well, I mean, in our time, right. To get to Mars in our time was something like, uh, was it eight months or three months or, I mean, it's like a long yeah, time. It was yeah, it was a eight long time, years yeah. or something. It was something major. Um, and then just to get to the moon was like three weeks, four weeks or something. And that's still like super far away. Um, yeah, so I don't know, and I think that's one of the reasons I've always been really skeptical about landing on the moon because I just always felt like really because I just I feel like that would be so hard to do. Like so like and you didn't die doing it. Like, I feel like you would maybe land it but not get back off. Here's a know? crazy
1: thing, here's a crazy fact. I was watching this one on black holes yesterday, and they were talking about um they were what was it about? They were talking about. I believe it was either measuring objects in space or it was about ocular shifting inside of a microscope, and I can't remember which one. But point of it is, is that what they were doing? Oh no, it was, it was the actual so they they borrowed technology from the military in one of their one of their telescopes. And you know, when you're looking out into space, it becomes blurred because of our atmosphere. Our atmosphere is always moving, so to get a really good picture they have to have this digital technology basically that changes the lens on like 2000 times a minute so that you get a really good picture. Well, the way that they came up with the ability to do that is they had a laser and they pointed the laser out into space and the computer knows what the laser should look like when it gets there. So it adjusts the lens to make sure that that laser is basically always in focus. So that the rest of the camera is always in focus when it's shooting onto space. But here's the crazy part. So there's a long buildup. Here's the crazy part. That laser was pointed at because they had to shoot and come back. That's how they had to do it, right? It was pointed at a mirror that was left on the moon when they oh. landed on the moon. So you got this laser from Earth shooting up to this mirror that was left during one of their lunar landings in order wow. to be able to shoot up to the moon and back into the thing so they could get the reading correctly.
0: Whoa. That was like, oh, I got to
1: tell Dave this. I bet you he doesn't know this. And scientists are actually using no. what's left that's on what the moon. That's what I'm saying,
0: though. But that's what I'm saying. They don't, they don't talk about all those other things. You don't hear yeah. that stuff. It's like, why would you not have that as part of the, the, the proof or the evidence to talk about that? Or... Well,
1: and you kind, of, you kind of think, too, and I, I get where you're coming from because you think about the 1960s and the technology that we had back then, it boggles my mind that we were able to do that.
0: Well, it's not just that. That's the thing. There's so many. I don't want to I don't want to get into controversies here, guys. But like the thing is, is like, let's just look at some of the facts. Right. They say they went. Everybody believes that. Okay, fine. Close case. But let's just look at the atmosphere. What was going on? You got the Cold War. You got all this riding on making this happen. Like we have to look like the good guys. We have studios that can absolutely 100 percent fake anything like that. The the videography uh, studios were doing stuff like that already in movies. They could easily have done it. Um, that all I'm saying is it could have been a plan B. That's all I'm trying to say. So if they didn't get there, it could have been a separate plan to have that look like it was there live. I mean, let's be honest. They assassinated JFK. I mean, for God's sakes, you tell me these people can't, uh, fake a, a, tel- a live broadcast. Even my point is this, everybody says like, oh, there'd be too many people in on it. I'm not so sure that many people would be in on it, to be honest. Cause like, right, if you steal the stream and you just stream what you want to show, and they go into orbit and they just chill in orbit. No one really had the technology at the time to like see them sitting in orbit. Not the news like wouldn't going... have
1: been so smart about it either, right? Because they're just, no, they're just reporting on it. So they're going to believe what they're
0: told. But we had to beat the Russians. There was a reason. It wasn't necessarily like, hey, we can fail at this. We couldn't fail. We needed not right. to fail. So, I mean, there was other reasons for them to do it. Plus, NASA, they didn't care. They're going to get the funding if they faked it. And they might not even thought they faked it. Who knows? I don't know what they did or didn't do or know or didn't know. And, but whatever. And like I said, it might have actually happened. I'm not going to suggest it's not possible. I'm just saying it just seems very difficult. It seems like something that you would never survive. It just, to me...
1: Well, you think about the mathematics that were involved with it too. I mean, how stupid of us as a society become like nowadays computers can do all that stuff for us in a heartbeat and make those calculations. And back then they were doing a lot of stuff by hand and and very rudimentary computers to calculate trajectories and all this other gravity rotation and speeds and all that kind of stuff. I mean, and then just the communication period, right? Like how... Back then, we can com- communicate with somebody in space, but cell phones didn't come around for another, what, 20 years after that? So that it, there's a lot of technology things that still stuck me as the how we were able to co- overcome hard. a lot of that stuff.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. I just, that's the only problem I, I had with this. I just, I, I feel like I want more proof. Like I just, I want I want someone else to go and show me the flag. Like I want another country to go, not our country. I want China or someone else to land and show show the landing spot right show the footprints I just, that's what i want to see you know what i mean that would make me feel like all right yeah they they wow they did i would feel even more excited if that was shown to me you know what i mean by someone else but i don't know it, it, it did say the distance and it was it actually wasn't as long as i thought so i guess it's not as i, I googled how long does it take to get there and it said um the apollo 11 mission um astronauts travel three days three hours and 49 minutes to reach the moon but they returned in two days 22 hours and 56 minutes so that makes sense though that's not as bad as i thought like i thought i thought it was three weeks and i was gonna say how did they survive three weeks in a capsule it just seems crazy but that's not as far as i i had thought so yeah 20 240 000 miles <laughs> that's a lot really of miles
1: funny. that is a lot of miles but so but not to digress um But that whole Nova thing—the reason why it (laughs) kind of intrigues me is like it gives us, or it gives me at least, a sense of awe about what's out there, and that to me is is proof proof of God. Like when you have stuff like that that is so incomprehensible, it's it's incomprehensible because it was created to be that way.
0: Yes, I agree. Absolutely crazy to me. It's too big. It's too big for. uh, I mean, it just doesn't appear. You know what I mean? Something creates it. You know, and obviously to us that something's God, but like the thing is, is that it's just so much more bigger, you know, it's, there's definitely, and here's the other thing. I mean, what's your thoughts on this? Because, you know, as we look at the, the vast mass quantity of what you see in front of you, is there other life out there? What's your thoughts on that? No, I'm a straight up. Earth, Earth you think the earth's the only, only biological life? Yes. And you feel you do believe that because of religion, or what's what's your belief on that? Well,
1: for yeah, so first of all, I mean, so where I'm coming from is I am a young Earth guy. I, I I do I do not believe in a 40 million 400 million year old Earth like that. Um, so that that's the basis of where I'm coming from, and and we can kind of talk about that part of it. But um, I do not believe that we would ever or could ever evolve into a sentient being like we are, right? Self-aware, able to create concepts and do all this kind of stuff without being created by, by a creator like that. Correct. Um, I, I really don't think that that's possible. I think that, you know, and, and maybe one day they'll, they'll prove everything wrong, but but I that, that's one of those things where my faith is going to carry me through until I'm dead in regards to that point. Um, we are created in god's image and that that's i don't see any any proof out there other than odds other than statistics and math i was that's gonna a,
0: ask you about the math because the math separate, is
1: math and math and science in and of itself is its own religion well let's that, talk that's about what, that that's what because re- religion has become
0: let, let's let's let me throw these out here real quick and then let's talk about that and the reason i want to talk about that is you were in science you were you did get a degree and all that stuff so that is something that you actually know very well so Let's say this. So, um, so you believe that God created the Earth, and you believe we're uh, image of God. That's fine. This is all fine. But what's to say God didn't create another five other Earths, or six others, or ten millioners? Because it's so large. Maybe He's got kids everywhere. Maybe. But anyway, so there's that little side of it. But the other side of it is, if we just look at the mathematics of it, the odds of not being a bacteria somewhere are probably slim to none. On a, you know, it, it, taking God out of the picture if you let's just put that aside for a second and just look at life because my thought is like it seems like to me like as a comet or asteroid hits a planet that's got life like us it would break up and life would still be in rocks that's traveling through the great space until it hits another planet which could be how we seeded but no one knows right according to our religion we don't believe that but science might think that or whatever i don't know just throwing ideas out there. this is all random but
1: so, I mean, life as we know it needs a very, very, very small bandwidth of livable conditions.
0: Yeah, I'm not talking about humans right? here. I'm just talking about life.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, same.
0: like Bacteria.
1: Very, very, because, well, even bacteria here on Earth was created. And in in, if you want to go with, we evolved from bacteria, which I don't believe. But even if that's the case and you want to go that route, that bacteria to be created had to come from a very, very, very narrow bandwidth of of, um, conditions in order for that to occur, right? And you look at just our solar system, they're looking for life on Mars, they'll never find it because the way Mars has moved and and, and old universe, you know, the way Mars has moved, it never really had enough time to be able to create life, even though there was water, they were farther away from the sun than we were at, at, at one point or, or, or the same distance that we were, you know, according to, to, to the uh, everything that I, I watched that with Nova and all that stuff, we kind of flip flop positions in a way we, we were a hotter earth and then a colder earth and we kind of floated back and forth and then finally fell in the rotation that we're in now um, that, that allows us to be right in that livable space where the sun is. But you look at all of so that's just our solar system, right? No other proof in our solar system, not gonna find it. I'll bet money on that. But you look at that, and then you look at all of the other solar systems and then galaxies, and I know there's a lot, billions upon billions of different things, but the odds are that you have the exact same thing happen with the exact same size sun, with the exact same type of rotation on the exact same size earth, at the exact right moment for life to be created, and you add those statistics in there, I think we get way farther away than just saying, "Well, there's a billion other worlds out there, and just statistically, there has to be at least one other one." Yeah, right? you're I saying think the, when you the add in all of that other stuff, you can get farther away from that.
0: Yeah, you're saying the Goldilocks is a very small percentage compared to the, the overall. Yeah, the habitable zone. Yeah. Um, so, do you think if they went to Mars? titan moon whatever you know any of these planets and of course on the surface we've seen zero you know proof of life what if do you think if they went down to, and this is not even possible to test this is why i'm throwing this question out and this will be the last of this then we can get off this astronomy stuff but <laughs> do you think if you drill down a mile on any of these you would find any sort of live bacteria no what about under the oceans where the steam stacks hit where the hot water meets the, the water or whatever the materials it might even be water? I don't no, even know because, what
1: it is. well and it's me, but but you gotta you gotta think, right? How if if that if that ever happened, if that ever happened on another planet, how long ago did it happen? Right? It didn't happen. Forty million years ago, like dinosaur times or life on Earth times or whatever that timeline is in, in on Earth, that's when it happened on Earth. That happened probably double that amount of time on another planet back then, and there's no way that that's going to exist. That, that that's going to yeah. exist over that period of time. No way.
0: Yeah, doubt it. Okay,
1: doubt it. That's and that's my opinion. I, there's, so, there's people are going to disagree, but that is my opinion.
0: And just a heads up for everybody, the James Webb is about to start doing its major stuff coming up. So we'll see what happens with this major telescope that is now ready to rock, apparently, in this last article I just saw. So that's very exciting. Um, I can't wait to see the pictures this thing produces. I just saw the one they have in here. It's incredible. It's just all these galaxies. like It's just literally unbelievable. Um, Anyway, all right. Moving on. I just wanted to talk real quick about music. You know, I don't know what you've been listening to lately, Tim, any, any songs you could recommend or um, stuff that you've been using to help, uh, you know, get rid of issues or feel good about yourself. My
1: kids have been just gotten me on a, on a country kick lately, man. So I'm, I'm, I'm with the country country list right now. Um, Doing a lot of driving with the camping and all that stuff. And that's what the kids like to listen to. And that's, that's kind of all I've been doing. Like I haven't had time during the day to really de-stress with music lately at all yeah um although i did listen to a little bit of the new album that judah and the lion released and that's pretty good i actually nice. like that
0: um my I'll, I'll give three songs you guys should listen to uh, that i've been listening to i think are great and if you get a chance to hear them you might like them you might not but um they are three songs i i don't know why i just find myself really liking them a lot lately um actually i'm gonna give you four sorry <laughs> i was just looking i'm like wait there's one more there the first one's gonna be uh well it's actually the whole cd but that matt carney um anywhere with you song is absolutely incredible but there's actually more songs on that cd um that he has that are actually really good as well so i highly recommend checking out his new album matt carney um again the song specific i've been talking about is anywhere with you but it's just a wonderful song and the way the lyrics come in it's just it really is a good already stuck in my head yeah it's so good um the next one uh be kind by halsley i really like that one as well that's a song that's more of an r&b like rap type thing and uh but it's i don't know what it is i just something about the the vocals in it that just really carry it for me i don't know Slot a lot of individual stuff all right so the other one tim was this tyler child childers i can't say it right but um he's so good this guy he's got a song called lady may and, uh, you know, I, I heard it before a, long, a little while ago. It's from like 2017. But like this song is incredible. And if you guys haven't heard this song, you're honestly missing out. Um, then he did another one on there that's called White House Road, which is kind of like a country folk party song, I guess. I don't know. But it's, it's it's actually really good. If you listen to the words, you're like, wow, this is And it's all acoustic, which is pretty cool uh, and that. different, yeah. you know. That's it. That's my, uh, you know, for this month, those are the ones I've been kind of hammering out. Just like you can't stop listening to them. I listen to them a lot. <laughs> the I'll, I'll have month, some those... better
1: ones for next time.
0: Uh... Was... Good. Oh no, you got a fourth one. I forgot. Go ahead. I actually forgot my fourth one, but I was just gonna say last month was uh, uh machine gun Kelly for me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. I It's weird. I do rotate genres a lot, but I've been, I don't know. I just haven't had a lot of uh, music time lately to really kind of yeah explore new stuff um but yeah i'll make it a point we'll we'll have a better conversation next time for sure
0: yeah cool all right well i i don't know i got i'm all set i think uh i think this was a fun time to do this this episode again it's been a while so um you know if you, if there's any topics in here you guys you know are interested in or you know you want to talk about just leave comments below and and whatever you see I, i'm definitely interested to hear your guys' thoughts on some of the things we talked about in this episode, including the universe as in general, you know, your thoughts on it, how it was made, and what you think it, it, the the answer is. Which you know, there's no right or wrong answer here. It's just a conversation. Um, yeah. So I'll leave you guys with that. Just uh, stay safe and uh, be good, Tim. Any last words?
1: No, man. I, I yeah, I look forward to actually doing these. That this we talked, we opened this up. Let me just say this, I guess. We opened this up talking about de-stressing, and in a weird way, you know spending the time to do this, the, the, the lead up on Wednesday nights or whenever we record it, like it gets a little stressful going like, oh man, we got it. I got, I got three more hours or four more hours of stuff that we got to do tonight. But then when we start talking, this actually is de-stressing for me.
0: Yeah. This it's this nice is to just talk like, about different it, topics than
1: absolutely. outdoors. <laughs> absolutely.
0: <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys later. Thanks for watching Upwards Positive Podcast. And, uh, we'll see you guys around. So, uh, make sure you subscribe and peace.